bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. Who has made you cry the most? Who has the nicest body? Who is the funniest? Who does your mom like the most? Who has cheated on you? <laughs> Who was the biggest liar? <laughs> Who was the best kisser? <laughs> Who do you think loved you the most? My husband says he's upset with me because in his words, sweetie, you need to stop spending so much money on DoorDash. Ordering it three times a day is not appropriate and we need to start living within our means. Honey, it sounds like you have an income problem, not that I have a spending problem. Start earning more money and we won't have these issues. So I took his credit card that we share and I booked a vacation for my daughter Richard and I. We're staying in a hotel tonight and I hope he enjoys that I charged $8,000 to his credit card. Make more money, darling. What's the best thing about being a woman? Probably having tits. Definitely having an ass. <laughs> you grab so your boob and you like, you calm down. It's like stress relieving. Yeah. I feel like if a cop like pulls you over or pulls you up or something, then you can just like cry and look pretty. Um, I think the best thing about being a woman is that pussy is globally accepted as a form of payment. Wow. Stop saying that. What the hell? What the hell? What the hell? Stop. What the hell? What the hell? everybody it is coach greg adams back in here with another youtube live stream shout out to the coach game for being here being involved and being active on this youtube channel and welcome to the wake up show part of the free agent lifestyle podcast here on the free agent lifestyle channel i'm the author of the free agent lifestyle and here yes all right man uh asia montgomery already at it post nut clarity is a superpower. I'm going to tell you, I experienced that last night. I mean, you know, sometimes, you know, I went dumpster diving. You know, I just had to get one real. It was somebody that was, you know, I, I, I'd been there before and I was like, all right, you could come over again. And then right afterwards, I was like, shit, here I am again. 
I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. Now I have to be a little bit rude and disrespectful to this person. And it's all my fault. She's rubbing my feet. She's rubbing me down in my legs. You know, she's treating me like a master, like a master and a, a pimp. You know, she's giving me everything I need. She, 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 she's giving me a bubble bath at this particular point. She's wiping me down, wiping me down with the warm rag. And now here I am ready for this hog to go. But, you know, it happens to everyone. <laughs> the Miracles Bay Brigade. It happens to everyone. She's super duper nasty, you know. But, uh, yeah, I got caught up. Caught up. Gappy feeling it. Caught up. It was a mess, you know. I was on my nasty boy. But, you know, every now and then, stuff happens, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the treatment was fantastic. I mean, it was just, she looked like not so good. You know what I mean? It just didn't. <laughs> It just didn't look the way you wanted it to look afterwards, you know, I, and it's you, guys never say never, never say never. You know, uh, I teach you these things to make you aware. <laughs> I teach you these things to make you aware, but the reality is we're all men. We're all men. You know, she's a nice person and all, but she's very persistent. You know what I mean? And I said, you know, I was like, look, I'll take some royal treatment for the night. But after that, roar! After that, and it wasn't even a roar. It was just like, roar. <laughs> it was like this, roar. I was like, now why in the world did I just do that? And the thing about posting on clarity is it gives you clarity immediately. Immediately. Soon as you roar, soon as you get that out, and you get that venom out, you know immediately how did I mean you just like look, this is not good. I'm not in a good place right now. I'm not in a good place. So it happens to everyone. And uh I confess I had to get that venom out. I really didn't need to get it out. She just was persistently pursuing, you know what I mean? And I was like, this is why I tell you men, when you persistently pursue women and, and she finally gives you some peace leave, she like, why did I even give him any? Because now you keep coming back. <laughs> Can I get some more of that peace leave? She like, oh, <laughs> she ghost your ass. All right. So uh, for men, you got to get that venom out and you got to find a way to get that venom out. If you don't get that venom out, you know, you end up doing stuff like that. But it's all good. <laughs> I did it for a teaching point. So I was doing research. I was like, you know, I've been at the junior college so long. Perhaps let me see if there's still something there. Mm. I knew immediately. I was like, damn, I done messed up. Now, how fast can I get her out of here? It's time to go. She was like, perhaps I can, perhaps I can rub your feet, master. She was like, you can do anything you want to me, master. I was like, can I throw you out? Bye. She's like, I'll give you a bubble bath. She was trying to do, she was putting everything on me. I was like, <laughs> anyway, I took one for the team. This is a research thing. 
Yeah, man, I'm junior college all the way. There's no need to go back, guys. I, and I've been telling you guys this for a while. Once you go good standards, you can never really come back. You can't come back from it. But anyway, <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was sloppy, man. It was sloppy. But every guy can stroke every woman at least once. Every guy can get, I mean, at least once. And I know a lot of guys are like, not me. Every guy can get every woman one time, once. And, and ladies, listen up. I want you ladies to listen up. Um, if a guy hits it, every guy can hit most of you women at least one time. Like not hit physically, but smash at least once. But if they don't come back for seconds, you sloppy. Sloppy. All right. If they don't come back for meaning immediately, like less than 10 minutes later, if they're not coming back for second, it's over, bro. Hey, they, you got nothing going for you. They realize real fast that you are a busted pillberry biscuit can, you're a butterface or something. But every man can go in one time. All right. It's despite the fact that, nah, man, I don't do no, everybody, you can get one, but the second one, you ain't getting it. <laughs> oh my goodness so shout out to <laughs> he says all i need is one time <laughs> sizzle said all i need is one time yeah all most men need is one time it is what it is shout out to Fi free fire in the building on the cash app all right no he's not on the cash app he's a member shout out to pele manuel thank you for being here again and again all right, Synopsis Jones, I got money. I got money. Coach Gang in the building, XL Pro Services says salute, Coach. And salute, Coach Gang in particularly. Shout out to XL Pro Services on the Cash app. Jason Webb, I'm all about the free agent lifestyle, Coach. Screw long-term relationships. Just make money, invest, and travel the world. Yes, indeed. That's what the free agent lifestyle is about, man. My world's about to open up. All right, uh, because uh, uh, what we're going to talk about today is these TikTok trends that I want men to be pay attention to. They're everything that we tell you about in the marriage will and in relationships in the modern modern woman's idea of what a relationship is. And remember, the divorce is planned at the wedding. You're going to see this in these trends because a lot of these trends are revealing what they really think of you when you're in a relationship. And as our guy Black Ram 313 says, Relationships for many women are just a break from the carousel. We call it the rooster carousel. Okay. It's just a break. And then at some particular point, she'll rebel in the spirit of Jezebel. And then she'll want to return back to the carousel. Okay. She wants to go find herself, the sisterhood of traveling pants. You know what I mean? They want to do something, go find themselves, go backpacking through Europe, have a new discovery. They really know who the one they know the woman who they are now. Oh, I figured I figured out who I really am as a woman, right? Mm. All of these crazy things. And you're like, but meanwhile, I've invested in you and I'm about to lose tens of thousands of dollars because you want to find yourself. <laughs> if you're married, if oh relationships slow me up. If you're married, she'll literally be like, Oh, I'm going to find myself. By the way, you owe me alimony. And if you have kids and some child support, you're like. You chose to go find yourself. Yeah, I'm going to find myself, and you're going to pay for it. Mm. That's literally what they do, bro. I mean, it is it's something that, uh, you know, I've been healed. I've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. All right, I've been redeemed by the blood of the lamb. And, and, and listen, my sins are all been washed away. 
You know, so I don't get angry at some of these things. But what I do now is I'm on a world tour of expose. I'm exposing what these people are really doing to you. You know, so I don't get angry anymore about these issues because I see it for what it is. And um, I see it for short term. I see the I see the setup. I see the finesse. I see how these lawyers are like, ah, you know. I mean, if your kids, if if you if your if your mother, the mother of your kids wants the kids, and then the kids move in with them, and then they be they come after you for money. You're like, you had a like it's one of the and then lawyers are like, well, yeah, just pay. Like, do you let do you let your kids just walk away? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then oh well, at least she's going there, and then you can improve her life while the kids are over there. What? I mean, this is what I see. I'm seeing it now. This is my phase of my relationship now. And you're going, damn. I mean, you're really a just a wallet. Guys, you're really just a wallet. You're the provider. That's all you are. I know men. I know men want to think otherwise. Remember, we played that video yesterday of that super simp on Dr. John Deloney's channel. He found out his ass was just a wallet. That's all you are, and it boils down to that. And ladies, you just a piece of peace leave. I mean, it is what it is. Y'all can both be mad. I don't care if you simps or you men out here are mad at me with this. You're just a wallet. And then the women, your access to what's between your legs. That's the baseline. <laughs> that is the baseline qualifications of what relationships are. And then when they're done with you, they literally be like, eh, okay, well, I'm done with you. I don't want to be with you no more. Um, so now you're going to have to pay for everything that uh, I have going forward. Just the wallet. David R says, give me the stack girls for some motivation. Coach, shout out to the coach gang. Have a good weekend, CGA and the coach gang. I can just give you a little bit of it because people, you know, YouTube be tripping when I show you that one. Hey, sucking dick for stack. Uh, sucking dick for stack. I got a favorite in there for sure. All right. Um, Shout out to Shot X coach. To answer your question question from last night about the chick driving the bins, it was a C-class. She was bad, but I knew she was leaking someone else. Yes, she, <laughs> she was leaking someone else. She definitely was leaking. So, hey, man, hey, one thing you'll have to think to do is next time you see an attractive woman, I don't care where you see her, before you, before you approach her, just think for one second, is another, is she leaking another man? I know this not leaking. Is she leaking another man? And odds are what you see. If you're inexperienced with women, you don't see it. But when you're experienced with women, you see it because you know it because you know when you go out with some woman or afterwards and you didn't you didn't got the peace leave and you're going out somewhere and you see somebody looking at your girl. You're like, I'm literally just she literally. <laughs> and by the way, Mercedes C-Class is the upscale Nissan Altima for women, all right? <laughs> so when they had a Nissan Altima for so long, the next progression up, if they're really on their strong and independent, it's going to be the C-Class Mercedes, all right? Which is basically a Toyota Camry souped up, all right? So... <laughs> When you see a Mercedes C-Class, you automatically know she on her super strong and independent. She's strong and independent. She got a career and a sugar daddy. So I could focus on my career. 
Shout out to the C-class Mercedes people. Hey, man, <laughs> Mercedes is like, nah, coach. Coach, don't do us like that. You didn't already ruin Nissan Altima. Now you're coming for the C-class Mercedes <laughs> mm. or the BMW 3 Series. All right, that, you already know what's going on. You already know what's going on. BMW 3 Series, Mercedes C-class. All right, women be pulling up with that. I'm like, look at that plastic ass fender, man. That ain't that. that. <laughs> Shout out to the C class Mercedes women in the building. Ooh, you doing your thing. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. <laughs> my man, Rusty Junk says, You ain't lying. I sold Ben's C class Mercedes. Dude, do not get, just skip, skip the C class Mercedes. All right. If, if you, <laughs> Mercedes is going, they're going to take me down just on that. All right. I'm not impressed about your C-Class Mercedes. Let's just say that right now. As soon as I see the damn thing, <laughs> I'm going to be like, man, you could have got a nice Toyota Camry for that. I mean, soup the hell up. Everything, bells and whistles, but you just needed that plastic-ass Mercedes logo on the top, didn't you? You just had to go there, didn't you? You over... <laughs> All right, women are bad at me, bro. All right, they like, man, this is ridiculous. You got... I yeah, E-Class or AMG, because they do have a C63 that is a high, I think it's a higher status model. But man, yeah, uh, BMW 3 Series, I had one. Might as well not have had one. <laughs> oh my goodness, anyway. All right, shout out to everybody here. I'm going to get it to the show. Cheap, cheap Drum Hack says, Thanks, uh, thank you for all that you do, CGA. Shout out to the coach gang. We're having a little fun here. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We got 968,328 people here watching, and we only got 3,483,000 likes. Sorry, we need to match that up. Yeah, S-Class. All right, do your research when you're doing luxury cars. All right, do your research. If you're going to go entry-level luxury, you can go middle-class, you know, uh, regular. I mean, just look. Let's see here. Check out these disgusting trends. So, uh, listen, when you watch my show, I'll always show you some of the same trends. I mean, the same clips um, that people are showing you. And, of unfortunately, TikTok has become the narcissist uh, social media platform, particularly mostly for women, because it stemmed from Musical.ly. The app Musical.ly was for preteens and, and early teens, mostly women. They would dance to music and then eventually Musical.ly morphed into TikTok. So the reason why women that caught on earlier on TikTok before men did is because of that transition. It was musically and then it became TikTok. It was musically and then it kind of died off and then it changed ownership. And then TikTok basically morphed everybody that had a musically account over to TikTok. And so it started off with the dancing platform. And that, that's because it has already a tradition of being a dance platform and a singing platform. So now mostly women who were using it as teens and preteens were ready to jump all over it when it became TikTok. So this is why it's seen as a, like a dancing app. But now it's not so much a dancing app. You can be whoever you want to be on TikTok and you don't have to dance. I remember when, you know, for me, I'm a social media person and uh, everybody's like, you got to get a TikTok account. I was like, I don't dance, you know, but. The more I talked and, and looked at Gary V and read and I read Gary V's book, he was like, anytime a new platform comes up, you always create an account and you do what you were normally doing 
you don't have to conform and start dancing on TikTok. Just up, start uploading your stuff now because there are, you're going to start getting organic reach faster than you would on any other platform. So if you're trying to get big on Instagram, ditch Instagram first. Don't try to get big on Instagram anymore. It's just too tough to grow. Go on TikTok and then maybe those followers will follow you on Instagram. So this is why TikTok then morphed into a, it's a little bit of everything. But now what it's become is a place of misandry. It's, a, it's become a place where women can express their true feelings about what they believe relationships are because much of the audience are going to agree with her. It's also become a place of objectification. So you will see some a common thing in all of these videos. You will see at some particular point, no matter what she's talking about, no matter how much misandry is there, no, match, no matter how much comedy she's trying to be uh, tell, she ends up at the end or somewhere in the video wiggling her hips, shaking her ass, exposing her flesh. She, there's got to be that at the tail end or somewhere in the middle of the video. So it can't just be her face and her saying what she wants to say. She's going to hide behind a music, a piece of music, some lyrics. She's going to hide behind screen capture. And then in the end, she's going to wiggle her ass, right? So that's basically what you're going to see common in all of these clips that I'm going to show you. All right. So now all of these clips happen to have, uh, I think you would say non-black women. They're all white women. But the woman that sent, there's a woman that follows me. She sent me most of these clips. So this is why it turned out to that. And the woman that sent me most of these clips are white. Um, but most of them include blatant misandry in the form of jokes in which many of them show you in a joking manner how they view relationships where you're going to lose. Where you're going to lose. So we're going to start off on the first one. Viewer discretion is advised. You are choosing to watch this content. Even if you're in a spirit of disagreement, you're choosing to watch me. So you can't be mad. If you're going to be in the spirit of hate, desperation, um, you, you're choosing to be here. You can leave right now. Go ahead and... But since you're watching me and you're in the spirit of disagreement, okay, you have to shut the hell up at this particular point if you don't agree. Now, one more thing. All of these videos have probably copyrighted material, meaning I can't play the music in the background, but they're not talking anyway. Most of it is screen cap. So uh, screen capture or screen captions. And I'll explain it. It may run one or two times and I'll rerun it. I'll explain it. But these are women that are in relationships or marriages, and they're going to tell you uh, some things that you should know that I've been pointing out, and now they're going to confirm it. So let me see something. Oh, wait, I already messed up. I already Hey, 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 hey. Uh-oh. already got struck down. That might happen a few times. <laughs> All right, I tried to turn the volume down before. Let me see if I can turn it off. Turn it off. My goodness, they already got me in trouble. So this music has some sort of Justin Timberlake, another hip hop mix to it. So the trend is in this one, let me see here. And I tried to take their names out because I don't want to give them that type of type of attention. So the trend is, are you worried about your boyfriend, husband leaving you, which is a constant concern of women? They're always worried about their husbands or boyfriends leaving them. But now this woman and many women are taking it to the next level. Are you 
worried about him leaving. Now, one more thing that is always common of these, these women will also be in full makeup, appearing to dress down, but they're going to present themselves in a their highest level of beauty, meaning they're going to have their mask on or their mascara. They're going to be fully made up, fully lipstick and all of this stuff. Hair done in a messy bun, all right? So this is an attempt to show, hey, I'm just, this is just what I look like on the regular. However, this is a made up, uh, this is a made up thing. So anyway, are you worried about, uh, are, are you worried he will leave you? Sorry, my microphone's in the way. So the music's off here. And then here it says, me remembering he would owe me more child support than I went, I am worth, I believe it said. I think I, uh, uh, let me see here. Okay, me remembering he would owe me more child support than I am worth. Me remembering, and there she is with one, two, I don't know how many babies are in this one. My microphone's in the way. And of course, at the end, there had to be some gyration. That is always going to be common. At the end, there's always going to be a gyration or some sort of flesh reveal or something like that, right? A twerk or something like that. Now, when we say the dangers of child support and why you should be cautious and all of that stuff, it doesn't become apparent until when the investment stage has been made. And obviously, she lives in a big house. She has kids. She's probably a stay-at-home mom. And while she's a stay-at-home mom, this is what she's doing. The dog's in the background. She basically is the has the perfect 2.5 kids. And this is what she's doing while the husband's at work supporting her. Even when you provide her with all of this, they're still in the back of her mind going, there could be a danger I could be replaced. As such, I need to always remember and hold over his head that if you do leave me, you're going to owe me child support. You're going to owe me child support. You see what I mean? No matter what you give in this woman. I mean, obviously, let's just look here. This is the problem. And I talked about uh, the George W. Bush women yesterday. If you missed that, I broke them down. Okay. This woman has a fantab- fantastic life. No doubt about it. She's probably in the top 10% in life. I don't care where she lives. This house is fantastic. This is a big house. I mean, the ceilings are up damn near 20 feet. Two-story. Come on. I mean, she's got fixtures. She's got uh, light fixtures that did not come with that house. Recess lights, speakers in the ceiling. Please. Nice big kitchen, open floor plan. My goodness, I could sell this piece of real estate right now. But at the same time, she's still playing reindeer games. Yes, Iron Aboard Kaylee is still playing reindeer games. So, yep, I'm still going to twerk. I'm still going to go to the lowest common denominator of woman. This is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to also say that I can ruin your ass husband if you do me wrong. Guys, it's right here all in front of you. I know you hear me talking about this. And the reality is I know people say, no, not my girl, not me. She would never do that. But in their mind, even in their joking, which in all comedy, there's a grain of truth. Or in this case, there's a heaping mound of sand worth of truth. It's a whole damn berm at this particular point. She knows that this is truth. Even so, if she says this morning, I'm not happy. 
if she says this morning, hey, um, essentially, if you divorce me, I'm going to ruin you. It's there. It's always in our mind. They always have to be able to pull that plug. They always have that option. And remember, I told you. Um, I told you this. I said, I said, um, the divorce is planned at the wedding. You guys better believe 100%. This is how they view your relationship in your marriage. Let's go ahead and see the woman who said, um, Gotti, the Gotti woman. This is an example right here. When you just secure, when you know you just secured your fire pension. When, wait, she knows that she just secured your fire pension. Okay, so the divorce is already always planned at the moment you say, I do. Now she knows she got you. You sign your name on the dotted line, the lights go out, and then Kaylee right here started to grind. Where's Kaylee? Go ahead and go, go ahead and grind for us, Kaylee. Shake that iron board out. There it is. Big fancy house, provider, male provider. She, she's got a whole damn palette full of makeup. And guess what? She still can say, I'm not happy. And it's over. Let's give you another one. Let's give you another one. Okay, let's give you another one. Um, see, how can I find it? Oh, this is a good one right here. Okay, so let me go ahead and share this one. This one's a good one. So this one is, of course, another Iron and Kaylee. And uh, she's got her hair pushed forward. All right, this is what she has done. She's pushed her hair forward so that both sides can have. So at this point, you know, it's a strategic objectification. So, um, you know, normally their hair doesn't sit like this. Right now, she's got both sides pushed forward and there's nothing in the back. There's pretty much a gap in the back. And so right now she's parading. She's advertising. She's in, the, uh, in her Lilith's mirror right now. And she's got natural lighting on her. So this is intentional, right? There was an intentional effort to prepare to make this video. Like she got made up. She didn't look like this before. She said, oh, I, I know. I'll make a TikTok. And she literally prepared herself for this little bit of moment of uh, basically where she's going to humiliate her husband or her boyfriend. Okay. If men did stuff like this, and prepare to humiliate their wives, they'll be outcry. But here we go. Uh, are you wor are you ever worried he'll leave? And you'll be surprised as to why she's not worried. Now she's really worried, but why she says she's not worried he will leave. What do you think she's gonna say here? Why would you what would you think that she's gonna say here? Why she's not worried he'll leave? You'll be shocked. Oh, extensions as well. Extensions as well. Somebody said that's a wig. Yeah, she she desperately does have extensions. I do see them. Yes. All right. So uh, let's play it. All right. Are you worried? Are you ever worried? No, he's not six foot tall. I'm not worried he'll leave because he's not six foot tall. Damn. Now, that's her boyfriend. I'm going to point out the fact that this also looks like, or that's her husband. So she has a nice house. It looks like she has curtain rods. She has, <laughs> she has a nice house where this big windows is not dark in there. The, obviously, the male provider is the, uh, there. The male provider shows up in the video to get humiliated again. 
humiliating me in his humor. And I've always told you why, because anyone who was seen as the uh, the dominant always could be subjected to humiliation. It's the same as when black people make jokes about white people. And it's funny because they are seen as the dominant right in society. I know people know they're not. Yes, they are. OK. And then when whites make a joke about blacks, they can never joke down. You can always joke up. But if whites make a joke about blacks, then it's all up in arms. OK, so in this situation, the dominant male He's able to get humiliated and joked on, and he's supposed to, oh, it's no big deal, but there's truth in it. I'm not worried he's going to leave because he's under six feet, meaning he can't get nobody. Essentially, he can get no one. He can't get anyone better than me. I'm the best he can get. He's lucky to have me. And if I let, or if he left me, he can't get another one like me. This is what she's saying. Here it is right here. I'll play it again. No, he's not six feet. And now he picks her up. And there's the flesh reveal, by the way. All right, there's the slight. She did a little bit of she did a little bit of a jig. Remember, that's always going to be in it. A little bit of objectification. All right. A little bit of a jig. Uh oh, there's the dig. And I'm going to shake my little ironing board. And then, of course, reveal a little bit of flesh, short t-shirt, whatnot. Are you ever worried he'll leave you? No, he's not six feet tall. Now, this woman is not very attractive. She's not ugly. She's basic. There's millions of women running around looking like her. I mean, she's easily replaceable if you move to a suburb. you I mean, she would be in the middle average area in a suburb. But in her mind, she's way better than him because he's not six feet tall. Damn. This is absolutely amazing that um, this is the expose, but I love it. I, anybody that ever thinks I'm complaining about something like this, I love it, and I want more of it because it makes my job easier. It makes my job easier. There's no way at this particular point that you can take them seriously. You have to look at them and go, damn, even she's saying this, I cannot take them seriously. <laughs> but any there's guys out here still taking women in relationships seriously, not knowing you're setting yourself up for the bait and switch, not knowing what you really she really thinks of you. Chris Rock once had that joke. I believe it was Chris Rock. She was like, uh, look at your look at your wife. And um, he was like, take a good look at her. And he was like, uh, understand that you were not her first choice. And the reason why sometimes she just looks at you is she, she believes that she could have done better. You were not her first choice. So um, let me do a couple more super chats and we're going to get to a couple more of these TikTok videos about women exposing themselves and what they really think about relationships and what they really think about you. Even when you're a fantastic provider, you're the human wallet she wanted. She then finds a place to humiliate you. This is not humiliation. You need to get a bigger skin. No, 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 no. Because if men went out here doing this, they'd be out here blocking accounts. Shout out to David R. I got you already. Shot X, did I get you? Yes, we talked about the C-Class. Mercedes. Um, Kenny Warren, been a wild coach. Here's a little something. Appreciate you, man. I appreciate that you don't charge to chat on your lives. Keep up the good work from a married red pillar. Shout out to you. And yes, you can be married and red pilled. All right. Um, but um, thank you, Kenny. Yeah, man, I, I mean, I could really be trying to charge y'all around here. <laughs> um, who knows? 
But no, man, I appreciate that. Trigger verse coach went from the golden, uh, go, wait, sorry, coach went for that golden corral Salisbury steak. I sure did. And uh, it sometimes you need a reminder of what not to do. And you just hopefully it doesn't ruin you. Right? I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it. And put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out. Hey, I love female empowerment. Remember, feminism freed men. You know, at first when you learn about feminism, you're like, this is not. This is not fair. This is not right. You know what I mean? And women in this. And you, you know, once you become comfortable in understanding that feminism is a blessing in disguise for a free man, then you can leave, live your life. Same as I look at TikTok and all of these apps and women talking all the time. Ladies, keep talking. I'm here. Hey, ladies, keep recording yourself. You make my job that much easier because I could just come over here and start playing your stuff. All right. I'm like, see, there it is right there. Unfortunately, you know, the vocal minority is in effect. So not this doesn't represent all women. But many times because there's women like not all of us think like this, but but hear me out, ladies. I'm not trying to pander to you, but I just want to hear you out. I'm trying to speak logically to you, which is damn near impossible. Sometimes you're just wasting your breath. But many of the things that these women expose shows you the possibilities of all men being affected, right? So let's say you don't believe what she believes, but then all of a sudden you change your mind because you're a woman and you're allowed to change your mind. You can remove consent five years after, all right? So you change your mind and then you become that woman. And then you say, well, I'm here. I'm her now. It's too late. That's what we're talking about. See, you could do it. It's not that you will do it. It's that you could do it. And when you do it, you'll get a free pass. Nobody will stop you and everybody will be on your side. You run right to Facebook in the court of public opinion. And just because you change your mind and you say, well, I'm, I'm doing it now. I'm sorry. This is what I feel. This is what happens when you deal with them. And this is why I want to tell men. Yeah, your girl said she's not going to do it. You don't believe she'll do it. She's your ride or die. But guys, she's going to change her mind. And when she changes her mind, she's going to go. Hmm. And if you think you're going to speak any logic or try to make sense of the situation, forget it. There ain't no change in her mind. Once her mind is made up, <laughs> it's gone. All right, Ed says, uh, what did you say here? Ed, 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 and Eddie, where did it go? It's Ed says, I stopped sagging after an old black man told me uh, to spell it backwards, message. Uh-huh. Yeah, for real. Um, you guys know that, right? Sagging, S-A-G-G-I-N. Go ahead and spell it backwards. Woo! Let them know. Uh, yeah, pull your pants up real quick. Spell sagging backwards. Boy, there's a message there. I love it. All right? I like when people live stereotypically. And then they mad they get stereotyped. <laughs> I'm like, you got to be the dumbest person in captivity. If you do something, you got to be ready to take that L. In life. In life. Like, I don't care who you are. Whatever you do, every action has a reaction. Or every action has an equal and opposite reaction. 
But when you go out there and intentionally do something, like you put tattoos all over your face, be ready to take the L. Falcon Black, I believe, was just talking about this. Okay, you can, you can want tattoos, but when you get discriminated against, you can't be mad. You can't bring everybody with you. You know tattoos is probably not something what normal people would do. But if you do it, take the L. Stop complaining. Mm -hmm. If you pierce your ears and everybody thinks you're immature, take the L. If they ain't with you, they ain't with you. But what you need to do is find a way to uh, uh, support yourself financially. Like, find, find a way to support yourself financially by doing what you did. So if you're going to wear earrings in both ears, you better be making some money. You can't go to the job interview and then say, y'all discriminating against me for wearing two earrings. No, 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 no. Take the earrings out. <laughs> okay. Don't go in there and say men should be able to wear two dangly earrings. No, nobody's with that. And those structures where people pay you, you it's about conforming. You got to do that. You, you wear sister locks. We should be able to wear our hair. We're going to conform and we're going to let you people do what you want, but everybody else got to get haircuts and come in. Man, look, take the L. If you choose to do something out of conformity, stop trying to make people conform to a small population of people. It does not make sense. Sit your ass down. Even look, and some people are like, this is against black people. No, I'm going to show you. I'm going to tell you something historically. If you look at it, if you look at it, most countries prior to 1940, World War II, they were able to do what they wanted to do, right? The, the, like, the, like in Japan, they had the emperors ran the damn um, country. Emperors. Like they was dressed up looking like Kung Fu. You know what I mean? Like they was just about to break out in the karate match. They had their little uh, military garb. <laughs> this is before 1940. They had their military garb. They was ready to fight and break out and break out swords because in their world that was common now what happened after 1940 what happened after world war ii you go to japan everybody's in suits <laughs> they conformed why because this is how we're going to do business going forward same thing in some of these middle eastern countries same thing look at iraq and saddam hussein saddam hussein was running around there he had his little beret and he was running around there. They had berets and military garb. Not today. Not today. They got suits. Now, you can be against that. That's your bag. So you better figure out if you don't want to conform, you better make your own money. And then you can do what you want to do. But if you're going to live the stereotype or say, I just want to do what I want to do and you guys change your mind, forget about it. Mm. I don't get that. <laughs> he said, that's enter the dragon for sure. Anyway, I know you guys do <laughs> the little salute. They be like, the little, what is it called? What's the dude's name? Gomer Pyle. Hey, here we go. Reporting for duty. If you want to be independent and free, make your own money. Then you can do what you want to do. Until then, you better do what they want you to do. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. But y'all want to do what you want to do and then make everybody conform around you. No, that ain't how it works. All right, shout out to Jason Capaluti. Capaluti? 
over here. All right, where's Tony the Black Italian over here? Jake, it's Nelly but Jason over here. It's Jake Capaluti over here. <laughs> Jake Capaluti over here. He says, hey, coach has, uh, wait, hey, hey, coach has got to take one for the, oh, wait, a coach has got to take one for the team now and then. Yes, indeed. All right. I, I had to take one for the team. I, I just had to learn. I just had to learn. Somebody says, stop tattoo bashing. I didn't bash tattoos. See, where did I bash tattoos? Now you sound like a woman saying I'm hating on women. I didn't bash tattoos. What I said was, you're going to have a hard time on the job market getting hired with tattoos on your knuckle. That's what I said. <laughs> now, if you're going to make money on your own and have your own printing company, and then you got the whole everybody with tattoos on their wrist and knuckles, if that's what they're in, that all your business is going to be those guys and you make your money, all more power to you. More power to you. Do you. I don't have any problems with that. I'll hire you. But that doesn't mean everybody else is going to hire you. And if people discriminate against you, that's you. I mean, come on, man. You made that decision. You made that decision. I didn't make it. And nobody in business made it. You made it. Live with it. Live with it. I'm not, I don't care about tattoos. I do on women. Right? But on men, men, if you're going to live like that, either take the L or make your own money. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not bashing on it. You decided that. And then you face the repercussions. Look, in life, everything, this is Newton's law. Newton's laws of physics. Every action has an equal and opposite, equal and opposite reaction. So you take an action, and then somebody's going to give you an equal and opposite reaction, meaning they might despise you. They might prejudge you. They might hate you. They might love you. But it's gonna, you're going to have to have an opposite reaction. And you're going to have to let the opposite reaction fly. You can't stop the opposite reaction. It's the law of physics. It's law of nature. So what you do has consequences. You can't remove the consequences. You got to go ahead and take the L. And if you can't get a job in a corporate company because of that's what you did, that's what, that's what it is. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Uh, your boy Scoop says TGIF, we, we bike. Coach, they killing it. Shout out to the coach gang. We in here indeed. Now, dis discrimination is different. You know what I mean? When they just discriminate against you on something you can't control, like race. You can't really control that. So that I don't agree with discrimination on that basis. All right. But there's other things people be complaining about. I'm like, nah, you chose to do that. Go ahead and live with it or change. You could easily change. Go get a haircut. Remember Deion Sanders? Remember Deion Sanders? This is for you, brothers here, because y'all be like, no, no, no. Okay, one day, Deion Sanders had to conform. Okay, let me show y'all. Shout out to Deion, Neon, Deion Sanders. I'm going to show you something here for the brothers, because brothers sometimes need a visual representation of people that they respect. Um... And I'm going to show you something here. Let me see if I can show you something. So Dion, Neon, Dion, even the great Neon Dion Sanders. Let me see if I can find a picture of him. 
when he was with the 49ers or I think he remember if he was with the Falcons or 49. He had these dreadlocks, a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, sister locks and whatnot. And then when the, when he went to the Dallas Cowboys, he cut that shit off. Now, I don't know if you remember back then, the Cowboys had a hair policy. They had a strict haircut policy. Like back then, the Cowboys, you couldn't come in there looking like whatever. And then um, I don't know if they still have the policy, but they they did back then. And so when Dion went to go take that money, he went and got him a corporate cut. And I remember he mentioned it. He was like, I got to go take that corporate cut and take the money. That's it. That's the example. They were like, yeah, you can come play. We want you to come play, but you're going to have to cut that hair. <laughs> it was what it was. So, um, and he cut it. Now, y'all going to be like, see, that ain't right. Okay. But he got the money. Didn't he get the money? I got money. Yeah, he had a short braids. I'm trying to find a picture of it, and I can't because he's got a helmet on. He had short braids. And then when he went to the Cowboys from the 49ers, I think he went from the 49ers to the Cowboys. If I'm not mistaken. Or was it backwards? I can't remember. He cut his hair. Because right now, every picture I see, he has a scarf on because you can't really tell. But when he went to the Cowboys, they had a hair policy. And they was like, cut that ish off. Somebody says name discrimination. Oh, yeah, that too. Start going by different names. You know, you're like, my name is Demetrius, and they're discriminating. Okay, name your name Joe. <laughs> Why are you putting Demetrius on there? Put Joe. And now you're going to say, well, that's racist. Okay, uh, do Asian people not do that? Asian people do the same thing. Some woman shows up. She barely know any English. And, she's, and I say, what's your name? She says, Susie. And I look at her like this. Your name's not Susie. I, it, but that's what you go by. And so they have something called, that's my English name. That's my American name. Because if they, they know if they put their regular name on there, they're probably not going to get hired. So they figure it out. They take the whitest name, Bruce. He'd be like, Bruce? Well, even Bruce Lee's name is not Bruce Lee. Look it up. And they'd be like, Carol, Caroline. You're like, Caroline, really? So this is an example of what happened. Sure, they can stand up and say, we refuse to put English names. You can do that if you want, but it's not going to get you anywhere. It's, it's going to take way too long. So just go ahead and name yourself your slave name, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Kunta Kente, Kunta, Toby, okay. Or be broke. But you can stay broke, but I got dope to sell over here. All right? I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right, anyway, man. Shout out to the Asian brother. He said, oh, his birth name was Lee Jung Fan. Exactly, Bruce Lee. He was like, uh, Bruce will work. We'll go with Bruce. <laughs> Pro Black's mad right now. <laughs> I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Anyway, <laughs> y'all can be mad at it, but I see the Asians are winning as a result. They took their slave name and went on. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know. Conform or die. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you can fight it, but there's not too many people that can. 
Even Barack Obama, he went the opposite way. I was like, they ain't never going to elect that guy. I was wrong. The one time Kosher was wrong. I was like, his name ain't never, no, hell no. And then it sounded too close to Osama. I was like, they ain't never going to elect him. And then I didn't realize he was in power. All right, man, let's get back to the TikToks. This was my comedy hour. Because you could be like, what is going on here? All right, uh, let's see if we can play this woman next. Let me see. Oh, please. Okay, uh, here it is right here. So we're going to pull up another one. Share screen already. Share screen. All right, so here we go right here. My husband's bank account, if he would have never, uh, if he would have never married the blonde with expensive taste and a coffee addiction. My husband's bank account, if he would never have married the blonde with expensive taste and a coffee addiction. So I'm looking at it right here is a lot of people do typically look at and pedestalize this type of woman. Uh, but there's there's millions of them running around. You guys act like you ain't seen that before. Uh, they kind of know their if, if anyone knows their worth, it is white women. All right. They know their worth. They don't play. All right. They very rarely settle for less. Like they re very rarely, I mean, if they do dirt, they keep it on the low, low. You'll never see them out here very rarely thought. And I mean, and there's millions of them. 60% of women in our country are this. And they keep their stuff on the low, low. And they keep their motives on the low, low. Unfortunately, many other types of women, they don't. They got to run their mouth. But once they secure the bag, then they start to talking. Now, they, now you're going to hear the mess. And in this situation... I hate people that carry their purse like this, by the way. But in this situation, now that she secured the bag in the ring, now they get to tell the story. And now they're going to tell you, now my husband has to deal with me. You're stuck with me. Because if you leave me, I'm going to really drain your bank account. So here it is right here. I think the song's talking about, hold on, let me, let me see if I can. Oh, major bag alert. Major bag alert. So now she can reveal, hey, you stuck with me and I'm going to drain your wallet. Here it is right here. My husband's bank account. If he would, ne would have never married. So he would have had a major bag if he didn't marry me. That's basically this. And there it is. What did it end up with? It ended up with the shaking her ass. And as you know, her hair pushed forward. She's got the lighting direction all all in the right direction. She's made up. She's got sunglasses. She's got her hair done. And she ends with a gyration. As I said, most of them are going to be like this. So you got the male humiliation. You got the, um, you got the bait and switch. You got the, the, the motive is no longer hidden. He could have been rich without me, but I'm getting it. I'm going to drain that bank account. I got a coffee addiction. Most, this is all normie stuff. Oh, I need a Starbucks Frappuccino with high ice and two pumps. And yeah, this is all normie stuff. $8 for a, a, a tall glass of coffee and a Louis Vuitton bag that she didn't buy. Now she's got to do the humiliation, the motive, the makeup. She's got to show that she has, this is the way they show their stuff. Hey, this is, I have a bag now. You know, um, lower level women would just show up. Look at my bag. Not her. She found a way to get the bag in by mixing and other things. And now she's got a gyrate. You're going to get the objectification here. I mean, I don't know why this needs to happen in the video. I mean, I know why, but 
it makes no sense why you would have to gyrate at the end. But she has to gyrate at the end just to get the attention. Right? It's all there, man. These these videos are basically an expose of what they really believe, even though in their mind, it's a joke, right? Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> this is what you're seeing. And you guys are completely missing it and believing, oh, no, but she loves me. My green tea mocha chai, all right, with the little bobas at the bottom, all right? They all run it. They, when it's your wallet, they spend money like this like crazy. So, yeah, these aren't jokes. These are basically insights of what they think about relationships and men you're a big fat chunky wallet and this is why she is on the prowl for the top tier men okay let's leave let's look at another one now this woman is a repeat offender <laughs> okay so this woman we've seen before she was the first video she actually had her hair in a messy bun remember and she was had the big mansion the big kitchen and all of this stuff and the kids. Okay. So this woman here is a repeat offender. She's found a way to get some attention from the first video. So now she's going to do it again. Are you worried he'll leave you? So she's on a theme here. She was like, oh, you liked my previous one. I'm going to give you another one. And now same thing present face full of makeup. She's in another room. It looks like her bedroom. I'm not sure. She's got a low crop top or it's a short top and Whatnot. I don't know if I'll get a gyration in this one, but she's definitely in their spirit of Lilith here. All right, let's let's see it. Are you worried that'll ever leave you? And then she said, Oh, there is some little bit of gyration. Oh, there is a gyration. I was wrong. There was a gyration in this work at the end. And you see in the mirror, again, there's gonna be some sort of exposing herself or objectifying herself. So you got the mirror view. Guys, don't think that this particular angle was done on accident. It wasn't done on accident. You got Lilith's mirror right here, and you got her reflection, her scribe right in front of you, her black mirror, which is the phone, and she has Lilith's mirror behind her. She's got two mirrors. This is how narcissistic it goes. And this angle was purposely done so you can see her ass twerk in the mirror, bro. I didn't think that there was going to be a gyration, but here's the capper, the caption. Nah, he knocked me up four times, child support through the roof. I tell you, man, I don't know what to tell you. He says, not my girl, quote, quote, not my girl. My girl's not like this. Guys, this is, I, uh, ladies, I love it. Let's give the ladies a round of applause. I'm not dissing these women, by the way. I'm actually very thrilled because before TikTok, nobody believed anything that I said. I was doing these videos, go back to my main channel. It's, it's slowly approaching 200K, <laughs> right? It's still crawling. But I'm showing my old videos, and now my old videos make sense. Because now with the advent of TikTok and Instagram Reels, they're saying it, and we no longer have to say anything. We say, hey, look, they're saying it. They're revealing what we've been saying. No, I don't think that way. But here it is. Here it is. Are you, are you worried? He'll leave you. No, he knocked me up four times child support through the roof. Thank you, ladies. I mean, you make my job that much easier, right? And I don't care if somebody says, no, that's not all women, coach. Not all women think that way. 
They don't think that way right now. But until you give them a commitment and a marriage, they'll think that way. All right. Of course, the gyration, the full face of makeup, great lighting, mirror angle. These are all very intentional. It took a couple of minutes, maybe a half an hour to get this right. No, no. I would say it took an hour to complete this entire video. It took an hour because I'm in social media. I know she had to get the makeup, the hair. She had to make sure her kids were taking a nap. She had to make sure the dog had already pooped so it won't poop in the house. She had to get her hair straightened. She had to get the right outfit selected. She had to get the angle, lighting. Everything had to be perfect. And she probably barely sweated that out. Then she had to record it, edited it. She had to edit because there's two separate angles. Guys, this was planned. This would be what they call premeditated. And she probably recorded it 15 or 50, 11 times. I know how film production works. It took a while to get this right. For all, all for her to say this. <laughs> wow. Go ahead. We got two more that we want to show, but let me catch up on these super chats. Your boy, Scoot, TGIF, man. He said, we bike. Ramblings of an ATLA fan. He says, hey, coach, shout out to you. I'm on my way to the free agent lifestyle. I just started my own channel. I'm a big ATLA fan. Hold on for a second. Or is it ALTA? What is it? I don't even know what that is. ATLA. All right, I got to look it up. ATLA. For some reason, it's not connecting. Um, anybody know what that is? I don't know. I have no idea. But shout out to you. Is it is it a cartoon? I'm not sure. Is it uh what do you call it? Not cartoon. It's a um 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 um, um what do they call it? Avatar the last airbender. Okay, shout out to you. All right, appreciate you, man. I think I'm looking it up and it looks like um what they call it? Um anime, anime, avatar. Okay, I got it. All right, appreciate you, man. Hey, get on your grind on your YouTube, man. Get on your grind. Thanks for being here. You're on your way to the free agent lifestyle. Moose Hefner says, Coach, can you create a relationship will? Yes, because I have the marriage will, but I need to create the relationship will because it's slightly different, but uh, we got to point out the things that are going to happen in the relationship as she pines for the commitment and she gets you to commit. Guys, commitment is the biggest thing you're going to do in a relationship. Never take your commitment lightly. They're going to act like, oh, no, be a man and just commit. No, your commitment is everything. It is everything. If you commit and give it away and treat it frivolously, she will as well. So you got to make her work. If you're going to commit, you got to make her work for it. You got to make her wait. If she's impatient and giving you ultimatums, do not commit. Don't do it. You're going to regret it because once you commit, you're on the pirate ship. And the only way off many times is the damn plank. <laughs> you got to walk the blank. Warhammer, I just laughed at them when they're on their BS. Yeah, never take it personal. It is what it is. Mr. Hydro guy. Uh-oh, he says, Ken Jatanumi, wise man time, Japanese word for post-nut clarity. Oh, so there is a Japanese word. Guys, remember these, these philosophies that we came up with? Many men knew what it was before this. 
All right. So there is a word for in Japan, in Japanese for post-nut clarity. Wow. Ken, Kenja Tiamu. Kenja Tiamu. Post-nut clarity. You will, guys, after you bust, your true self will come out. And I always tell women, it's a, to the period of relaxation after a man ejaculates. Post-nut clarity. It literally is that. Wow. If you guys didn't know, <laughs> it literally is that. If I look it up. There it is right there, gentlemen. So my brother just dropped some knowledge on us. See, our philosophies definitely is it's called Kenja Tayamu. I messed it up. Internet slang vulgar. The period of relaxation after a man ejaculates. After a guy, I always tell ladies, and I try to tell you guys, not all men like this. You're disgusting. Whatever he said to you prior to sex. The majority of it is a lie. Who he really is, is after he busts that first nut. After he roars, he's going to, 60% of what he said prior is going to be immediately flushed down the toilet. You can just forget it. There's nothing, he's going to not live up to any of those things that he said. Everything was a lie, especially if he waited a long time. <laughs> like if he waited three dates, three weeks, three months, and he finally got it. He just told you three months worth of lies. He told you 90 days worth of lies. He told you three months worth of lies, three, three dates worth of lies. It's over. And this is where you say, no, you know, if I make them wait, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be like, uh, it means something better. Not necessarily. That means he lied to you that much longer. <laughs> when you realize that you go, wow. I really don't like this person. And making them wait, I think, actually does even worse. I think it makes it worse, especially if a dude is slow pimping. All right. Uh, Courtney Talley, thank you for becoming a member. The champ is here. 301 says, I have been studying your content like crazy, coach, since I'm officially a 100K plus man. But not be finessed by these Apex XXs, free agent for life. You got to be on your P's and Q's, man, when you hit six figures. Don't play. It is not time to play. Game play time is over. You can you can pay for it. I got money. You can pay for play or you can, but do not play games. All right. Don't make don't don't uh raise a person's marketplace value when she working at Denny's and now or Golden Corral and you running around here with six figures. She better be fine as hell. All right, Adrian Paul TV. Happy Friday, coach gang. Stay on your grind. Great week of streams from the coach himself. Go Chiefs, or we call them the chefs over here. Fresh and fit. Is that really them? Shout out to them. All right. He says, shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate y'all for being here, being involved, and being active. All right, Simon Small, again. Synopsis, Joan, Coach China. Coach China White. Gas. Wait. Or has, I guess that's a jack. It's supposed to be a has. I'm like, gas. Coach China White has great content and understanding of women. Yeah, where China White been? I know she lurking in the back. Um, she lurking in the back. We do got a sponsorship, a couple more, and then we'll get back to some more. A Day Radio, go check him out. He's got a great YouTube channel on the rise. My ex-girlfriend from college, Akaley, is pregnant and just got engaged. But guess who just slid into my DMs? Fellas, coach is trying to save our lives. Man. The one thing I really wish 
because I deal with women in a variety of ways. I, I'm a single mother raised man. I have an ex-wife and I have a daughter. And I've had women, you know, in variety of relationships. Right. And I worked with women for many, many years exclusively. I was almost always the only male around a big group of women. And um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. The one thing I learned about about women, and this isn't a slight, and I know it's there's an exception to the rule, but the one thing I really learned about them is that they do not think long term. I mean, this is their Achilles heel. They do not think long term into the future, and it is a real. It is a real, what do you call it? It's a real Achilles heel. It is your to your detriment that <laughs> um, it is to your detriment that you do not have that skill. And I, I really wish I can help because eventually, I mean, you know, it happens to me. It happens to me with my ex-wife. It happens to me with my mother, my daughter. It happened to me with women that I work with. That of inability to really think long-term about decisions you make, whether it be impulsive, whether it be emotional, you think you're right in that moment, but you don't know you're unraveling a very long, like your long-range plan is about to co completely get unraveled. And you're headed into more problems. It's in the more, pro but see, the problem is if you have ex-wife or wife or daughter or girlfriend and mother and guys, if you are a man that has a mom or a single mom, uh, ex-wife and a, and a daughter, do not get a girlfriend. <laughs> do not get a girlfriend. You're compounding the problem. You're just adding four women to your life that all are going to need you at one point. And there constantly is this need to either need from you or ruin you. And the reason why is because they messed up way back here and they didn't think long term. So as they're ruining themselves with decision after decision and painting themselves in a proverbial corner, then every time they screw up as a result of their decisions, their impulse, their emotion, and what they thought was right, now you got to fix it. Here they come, like this. They're handicapped, yeah. Then I'm the one they come after to fix the damn thing. And then you go, didn't you just throw me under the bus multiple times? <laughs> now they got to come back and I'm the one that got to fix it. And you're going, God dang, if y'all really could get out of your own way, I think, in, and nobody could deny that that's not true. Get out of your own way. You really are the definition of compound bad decision-making. You make one decision and then instead of correcting yourself, you compound it by making an equally and even greater, dumber decision. Or you'll bite the hand that feeds you, or you'll try to uh, ruin the guy, and then later on come back to help. I literally see women in court. They'll drag their ex-husband all through court, and then they will leave the courthouse and ask to do for a favor. I'm like, you just dragged his ass. And then you'll have the nerve. Hi, dumbass man. Perhaps I'm going to do something from you that I really need. I, it is the worst. It is the worst thing about having to deal and interact with 
especially the women of today, because we have an even worse problem is because everybody tells them they're right. And they are, they're possibly right in the moment, right? They feel a certain way in the moment and that cannot be denied. However, when you put, when you actually take the whole story, because any story you're getting from them is just pieces and incomplete. It's not the complete picture. So then when you say, well, you're right for feeling that way about this particular moment. But let's look at the big picture. How did you get to that situation? Did you make a dumb decision that resulted in that? What is that person did for you compared to this one thing, right? This one event that made you feel bad. But in the overall scheme of things, was, was it okay? Yes, it was okay. Could you have survived it? Yes. Did you make it worse by overreacting? Yes. Uh, could you have corrected your behavior prior to said event that made you feel bad? Yes. <laughs> then if they looked at the big picture, it will make sense. And then long-term, they would get a benefit, but they can't. They can't do it. They have an inability to do it. And then when you go to psychologists, when you go to attorneys, when you go to the family court, when you go to police, they all say, well, we can't do nothing about it. Can't do nothing about it. Well, you know, she's the victim and she feels victimized. And you're like, okay, so she's going to give up the rest of everything else. All right, bye. And this is why the government overwhelmingly has to take care of them because they leave other people and they say the grass is greener over here. And it's not. I'm going to give you one more example. I know I'm going off today, but I was I had my door open and there was a woman walking past my door. She was on the phone and um, and uh, I could hear her talking and I could hear she was in some sort of distress. Uh, she was an older woman, maybe probably in her mid 40s. Uh, she was a wreck physically and, and she was a pretty. Ugly. And so I couldn't hear the complete conversation. But she was on the phone and then she walked past and I was like, what was that? And she came back and she was like, this is what she said. She said, well, because I'm the mother of your daughter, you should care about me. And I'm like, mm. obviously a divorcee. Obviously, she's in some sort of distress financially. I don't know what. And she went back, obviously, to an ex-husband or an ex-baby daddy called him as a source of help. And then this, well, because I'm the mother of your daughter, you should help me. Man, if you don't get your monkey ass off of my damn phone, <laughs> get out, man. Look, you're in a position by choice. Whatever position you're in, you chose that, number one. Number two, you got off my train a long time ago. And you probably caused me some distress in the last couple of years. And people will whip that out. Well, just the mother of your daughter. I don't care. It's the mother of your kids. I don't care. I don't, I don't care. I don't see any connection. If you stab me in the back, I don't care what happens to you in the future. <laughs> yeah, after she turned the whole damn clan against the father, now I'm supposed to care for you because you birthed my kids. I don't care. I don't care if, if, you, if your car was on fire on the side of the road, I would not piss the fire out. I drive on by like this. But that's the mother of your kids. Who cares? What does that have something to do with it? <laughs> I'm a cold-blooded dude. I don't care. That has nothing to do with it. In my world, that has nothing to do with it. You, you messed up a long time ago. You stabbed me in the back too damn long time ago.
I'm not going to come out here and you stab me, stab me, stab me, stab me, make my life difficult. And then because you're the mother of my kids, I'm supposed to just, oh, I'll fix all that. No. You're not going to repeatedly stab my ass in the back. And then I'm going to come and save you. They don't. Hey, guys, they don't want to be saved. They don't want to be saved. And so you go and save them and they literally will bite the hand that feeds them. They'll turn around because of one or two little events when the whole picture was decent and they'll say the grass is green over here and they'll say, I don't need you no more. And they'll stab you in the back. And then two years later, here they come. Or they'll just run to the government and then extract the money out from your ass. And then have the nerve to puppy dog eye your ass. I know I was stabbed you in the back, but you need to help. Your son acting up. You need to take him in. He's 17 and a half. The son's 17 and a half. You said, I can take him. You ain't going to be a good father. Took the kid for 15 years. Now he's 17 and a half. You didn't collect all the child support. Now I need to help. Mm. I didn't been to jail, right? I didn't been got contempt charges. I got my passport deleted. I got my driver's license deleted. I didn't got fired from my job. I had to move across the country. I ain't seen my kids. You didn't let me communicate with them on their birthday. Now that he's 17 and a half, I need to help. <laughs> Oh, he need to move in with you. He's 17 and a half. Now, he, he's messed up. He a loser in life. He got tattoos on his face. All right. Oh, I need to fix this bullshit. Oh, my God. Man, if you don't get the hell out of here, man, sometimes the best thing you can do is walk the hell away. I know this is cold. A real man raises his kids. Not against this. Not against all of this bullshit out here. The bullshit that you got to go through just to even see your kids. And then you stick in there, stick in there, stick in there, and they constantly interfering, 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 interfering. Man, sometimes, man, walk away and give them their paycheck. Look. I got money. Look, y'all can all figure that life out, and then inevitably, they're going to come back. Inevitably, they're going to come back and ask for help. <laughs> it's the worst thing about being a man a husband, a father, an ex-husband, it is the worst thing. And you can't run to anyone. Any attorney you go to, they just be like, well, just let the kids go. And they're adults. They can make decisions. They're 15, 16, 17. They can decide what they want to do. Oh, but you owe them child support. Uh, how much would I owe him? $4,000 a month? Mm. I, thought if she, I thought the kid was an adult and could decide what they wanted. Now I got to pay for their decision? Well, you know, at least the mom will be able to give them a good life. On my dime, but I can't be it. Bro. Mm. <laughs> sometime. Wait, sometime. Y'all don't really know. You don't really know what I'm talking about. If you don't know, if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. These are the reindeer games that men have to put up with because some person is emotional. It is the worst thing. <laughs> you're like i'm supposed to just give up four three two two a thousand dollars a month because it is one of the craziest things that you will deal with anyway uh let's give you another video let's give you another video here's another tiktok video 
This video is from another woman. <laughs> and this one, uh, this one is how are you such a chill mom? Now, what do you think she's going to do here? Give you a couple seconds to guess. What do you think the explanation is for her being such a chill mom? She's a good person. She's a good woman. Uh, she's nurturing. She cares. She has good feelings. She has good instincts. What do you think it is that she's going to reveal that makes her such a chill mom? Anybody know? All right. We're going to go ahead and play it. And again, I warned you about this. I've done several streams about this. Let's go ahead and play it. This is her revealing herself. Nobody put a gun to her head. All she did was get on her little mirror and she planned this. She got her hair poking out of her, um, her sweat hoodie, face full of makeup. I don't know if this is the same person. Maybe it potentially is. Let's go ahead and see it. What makes her such a chill mom? Oh, there it is. The pills. The pills. And there's the smile. <laughs> this one, she did not twerk. But she did some sort of, I think it went with the music, some sort of shoulder gyration. I think the music had it. Head meds. Head meds. Let's see it again. How are you such a chill mom? You don't seem to get too stressed about the little things. How? How are you such a chill mom? Fucking Xanax. Doctor described pills. Remember, we tell you about this bipolar mental health. You know, I'm not, you know, I, I'm very skeptical about that industry. However, these people are giving you clear indication, clear signs of what I'm talking about. They're, they're not even hiding it anymore. anymore. And I just want to show you something. There's the big house. There's the provider. She has a provider. She has somebody that put her up. A lot of times these people have a history of doing drugs, which means recreational drugs by the before they got on the prescribed medication. And she's all peeled out. This used to be something you would shame uh, other people for. But now because we accept it and it's normal, <laughs> here it is. And she's this suburban soccer mom driving around high as a kite. I had that tweet that said, um, let's go to my Twitter. My tweeter. And people don't get what I'm saying half the time because they think a lot of times I'm talking about my experience and all of these things. So they're like, oh, what happened to you? And you, But I'm always talking about when I make something and I say something, it's not something that I went through necessarily. It's something that I see other people going through. Okay, um, let me see if I can. Oh, this is me talking about cold approach. Uh, the tweet that I said. Oh, it's gone. Did they delete it? <laughs> they deleted it. Oh, here it is. Okay, I'll find it. I'll put it back up here. I'll put it back up. Stop, share, screen, Twitter. Here's the tweet. Never underestimate the fact that many of your weirdest interactions with women has been because she was high as a kite. Prescription drugs, recreational drugs, or antidepressants all apply. So you guys think, why is she acting up? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Why can't we get on the same page? And this tweet is true. 
And this person is basically confirming. So this husband's got to come in. And I've often said, you guys are arguing with people who are alcoholics, undercover alcoholics, head med poppers, people who have mental conditions that they need help for. In therapy, this is why, hey, if you're in therapy, all good for you, but I ain't dating you. I'm not a rest haven for uh, people who have psychological issues. I'm not high, you are. Many of your weirdest interactions has been because she was high. Yes, ladies, men have been alcoholics too and high as well, but they'll get called out for it, right? We have to literally, uh, you literally air us out about this. Many of your weirdest interactions have been because this right here or the lack of this when they need it or wine or alcohol or recreational drugs, uh, snorting coke in the bathroom at a, a nightclub, marijuana. Yeah, marijuana, there's no side effects. Yes, when, when people are doing it like that and you're not and you're sober and they're high, it's not going to work. It's not going to work out. So this is where we are, guys. This is where we are, and this is what they're exposing here for comedy. They say it's for comedy. But they're, where did she get the pills from? <laughs> where did she get the pills And how would she know? This is what you guys are up against. And if you do criticize this, you're the wrong. You're in the wrong, right? Well, she needs them, and you're criticizing mental health. No, I'm not. I'm saying I don't have the mental health issue you do. Therefore, we're not compatible. I'm not your damn therapist. You could need to find one. It ain't me. So you're not going to, because let's just say she didn't take her meds today. What's going to happen to you? You're going to have an effed up result. You're going to have an effed up day. Wow, huh? What a, what a series of videos. Let me make sure I got them all. Yep, I got them all. Um, weird stuff, man. We're in a weird world. We're in a weird world. And I, I often say, people who often say, oh, I, I need these meds, I need these. They always the one on TikTok. They always the one doing the crate challenge. They're always the one doing the stanky leg. Like, they, all, they only have a problem when you're trying to put them in their place and check them. Now, oh, hold up. Oh, you know, my acting up, my mama died. I was always think about her when you yell at me for not doing what I was supposed to do. She died. T-Mon died. He got shot on his birthday. I grew up with gangbangers. When I was in college, I sucked for a stack old men. And uh, it only interacts when you disciplining me. When you're not disciplining me, I'm having fun in life. I'm drinking, smoking, and straight West Coasting. All right? This is just a fabulous life. I'm enjoying myself. I'm living my best life. But, but, but. When accountability shows up, oh, my God, I'm thinking about harming myself. Mm. I've worked in education. I've worked on college campuses. I've worked with college kids. I've seen this play out, bro. Every time you ain't got no, I never hear about your brother that got shot until your ass get in trouble. <laughs> oh, you in trouble now? Oh, your brother got shot in the drive-by shooting. I got to hear about that now. Oh, now let's talk about it. You didn't talk about it 99% of the other times you was having fun and partying. <laughs> Here we go. Man, it, I don't know what to tell you. See, this is why I'm like, look, I, I understand mental health, but 
sometimes when that shit sparks up, when you about to get in trouble, that to me, nah, man, people should call that out. Call it out, man. Nah, nah, nah. You were about to be held accountable when you went there. But people don't want to do it. Oh, no, we got to make sure. And you're the bad guy. Then they blame you for what, what, what was happening? What made you say it? He was yelling at me. You're like, mm. <laughs> wait, I was yelling at you because you weren't doing what you were supposed to do. And you came in from a nightclub at three in the morning. What are we doing in our world? And one more thing, <laughs> one more thing, one more thing. Look at the results. I want you to look at this world right now. Look at the world. And look at the kids. Look at the failure to launches. Look at the millennials. Look at the 304 culture in Gen Z. Look at the generation Xers who failed in life. I mean, absolute abject failures. And they have the nerve to be out here on the internet giving advice. And they out here still living with their parents. And their kids are living with them and her parents. Bro. And the baby boomers, four times divorced. I want you to look at our culture today and tell me, this is the one thing, the one thing this world is missing is discipline. Discipline. Mofos don't want to be disciplined. They don't want accountability. They do not want to live a disciplined life. <laughs> they don't. They want to be able to do what they want to do, shoot themselves in the foot 20 times, and then you fix it. I, I'm absolutely mortified at the future of our people. I don't know. I mean, I'm a little bit of a disciplined person. And you know what I really found find um, amazing is the amount of people that want me to be undisciplined with their undisciplined ass. You need to relax. You need to, you, you, you're high tense, you're high strung, you're aggressive. But you out here losing in life. Like, look at your life. You know what I mean? Like, look at, look, I mean, did you take account, did you take note of where you are in your life? But when I'm out here going, okay, I'm supposed to wake up, I'm supposed to get out here, I'm supposed to support my family, I'm supposed to do this, I'm supposed to get a job, I'm supposed to not commit crimes, I'm supposed to support myself and not depend on the government. I'm supposed to do all of this stuff and you out here doing the direct opposite and then you got the nerve to come in here. You got the nerve to come in here and tell me I need to calm down. I need to not be aggressive. I need to not pursue money. I need to not go after success. <laughs> I'm absolutely crazy. The amount of broke people in here, well, money ain't everything. It's about happiness. No, it ain't, bro. Get some damn dollars in your pocket for real. Because now, because you don't have money, now you become unhappy for real. Or you become a leech or a parasite. People are like, money's not that important. And they live with their parents and they're 39 years old. How in the world? <laughs> and they're unemployed on disability because they parents them put them in all kinds of special ed classes and doped them up. Where are we going? Where are we going with this? Am I, I must be the only one. <laughs> In this life, sometimes I think I'm the only one.
I think I'm on an island on my own, and I'm I I literally am am going. Maybe I should, maybe I should, maybe I should try less. It seems to be working for everybody else. They seem to be happy. They seem to be partying all the time. They seem to be celebrating every weekend. They seem to be fornicating all the time. They seem to have STDs and unwanted pregnancies. They seem to be not not succeeding in life. They seem to get it right. They seem to be fired at their job. They seem to be overweight, manically depressed. They must got it right. I need to try less. And then I'll be depressed. I'll be overweight. I'll achieve less. I'll have to move in with my mama. I'll sleep less. I'll eat pop. I'll eat poor. Maybe they got it right. I'll spend my day all on social media. I'll they must have it right. I must have it wrong. <laughs> They're broke. They're waiting for stimulus checks. They trying to do Biden. They must have it right. I'm just tripping in life. I don't know. Anyway. They want to get married. They got two baby daddies, two baby mamas. They committing crimes. They doing hustles. They trying to hit a lick. They they scratching lottery tickets. They must have it right. I must be. I must be the one that have it wrong. I'm the wrong one. Anyway, Street Side says just met a guy from Kentucky, 50 plus on a cane had to come live with his daughter because his wife left after 20 years and spent all he had. Mm. See guys, once you, I think if you're married, once you hit 45, you need to do a reality check in your life. If you're married over 45, once you hit 45, just like you need to probably get a colonoscopy uh, and you probably need to get your damn colon checked and all that. At 45, you need to look at your wife and you need to say, if she divorces me, what happens now? Because if she, because now at this point, it's happy wife, happy life. If she divorces you, you're screwed. You're absolutely screwed. You're not coming back from it. After 45 and 50, you're not coming back from it. You'll never financially recover. I don't care if she divorces you and she walks away. And she takes what she had. You're done. Right. And another thing, if you depended on her income to make it through, you're screwed. Meaning you are an equal partner. And then she divorced you. And you guys were living where you both depend, you know, you had a lifestyle where her money mattered in making it to the next month. And she finally says, I'm going to pull out. But listen, no alimony, no child support. I'll go live over here. You go live over here. Go ahead and move into a studio apartment. It's, mm. it's about to be a wrap. Your ass is going to be damn near homeless. The blessed thing that ever happened to me, there's a lot of good things that happened to me, but my divorce was in my mid-30s. I thank God for that. Thank the Lord that she lost her marbles way before I got to 40. <laughs> I was like, because if it if this would have happened today instead of when I was 36, it would have happened at 46, I would be done. But she dropped my ass off at the family court pay window for pennies on the dollar. <laughs> and it was a true blessing. Das Token. 
He says, I caught a couple fam I got a couple of females deleting and hiding videos of them being 304s. Take a screenshot, save the TikTok videos. You guys need to start screenshotting stuff for sure. But yeah, uh, they they yeah, man, it's crazy. Somebody said it's not over till you die. No, it's not over till you die. But yeah, it's gonna be tough. The 10 years between your age 36 and 46 is a great time to earn economically. So you got, you don't want to. So if you think there's a sense and you're in your mid 40s that she's going to bounce on you, you need to cut your problems right now. Uh, Face Facts says, Brandon will never give you ninjas reparations. Yeah, America purchased you from your foremothers fair and square. She blew the money just like child support. Wow. This dude came out with the hammer. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What, what you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Damn. <laughs> That's one of those super chats that needs to withstand the test of time. Yikes. But he ain't lying. He is not lying. You were purchased fair and square. And she blew the money. Oh my gosh. Hey, where's the where the bro blacks at on that one? Y'all mad at that one, huh? My goodness. Why do you have to go so hard, <laughs> boss? Why'd you have to go so hard? Not even I am that cold. Not saying I disagree, but you went in a little too hard. You're aggressive. <laughs> Shout out to you. Uh Reese Williamson says. When women are feminists, they lose. When women are traditionals, they lose a little bit less. This is true. This is true. But they'll say they're happy. I'm happy. I, I'm, dude, let me tell you. They are on social services like crazy. Dude, they are on. Somebody says we need more than that. More of that for real. Um, uh, Reese Williams, uh, if a person is saying, especially, you know, in our country and women, if they're saying they're good, they're all good, they can do, do all by, bad by themselves or whatever they say, and they're happy being single, okay. But you got a master for sure. All right. De do, not, do not think for one bit that they are self-made and they have money on their own. Now, some do. A little percentage of them do. If they lose their job tomorrow, which they can, or they get uh, early retirement, it's going to get ugly. And they'll be down in social services, cleaning house. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Das Token says guys are going to start a database uh, of TikTok girls being 304s for a background check. So many females will get washed out, LOL. Yep. All right. Somebody needs to do that. Humble Lee, thanks, Coach, for what you do. I see they're messing with your subs for sure. <laughs> You know, I could complain about that, but what the hell? <laughs> All right, Rusted Junk. Coach, I will catch the rest of the replay. I'm getting a facial by my for my uh, smooth, chocolatey skin. Free agent for life. Pause there, but I know what you mean. But he getting that chocolatey skin cleansed. Take care of yourself, gentlemen. Never think uh, doing things for your, for your body is feminine. All right. I know people do that. Well, getting a manicure is feminine, right? Now, clean your nails, bro. Get the damn cuticles out. But prepare what type of facial you're going to get. All right. Don't get the wrong facial. Don't show up to the wrong salon. And now 
they're telling you to get on your knees like on the bang bras. All right. You're in the wrong facial apartment. <laughs> uh, yeah. Get the wax out of your ears. Clip your damn fingernails and your toenails. You got them big ass toenails like on Martin episode. Get a massage. Get some stress relief. If you need to go to the rub and tug, get that out. Get the venom out. Uh, let a big old German woman put her hands all up on your back. Let one of them little small um, Taiwanese women step all on your back. All right. You need to get these things. These things are stress relievers. All right. A lot of men walking around, you know, even if you're one of these guys that work in the oil rig, you know what I mean? Clean your nails, bro. Get some good socks. <laughs> he said, just keep the socks on. Get some good clothes for get some good shoes for your feet. Go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. You know what I mean? Get your checkup and your once over. Get a good, clean bill of health. Take care of yourselves, gentlemen. Don't think it's feminine because uh, some lady rubbing all up on your arms after a manicure. All right, get them damn cuticles off your damn nails. All right, come on, man. Clean up. Clean up a little bit. Go to the dentist. Yeah, man, go to the dentist. Get your teeth checked. Get them damn feelings for your cavity. You know what I mean? Straighten your teeth. <laughs> Take a bath. You know, we try to help men over here. Get your ass in the bathtub. All right. And wash your crack over there, man. Come on, man. We got to get these brothers straight, man. That's feminine to get in there with them bubble baths. No, it ain't. How you a woman. Look, this is what I do, guys. I know y'all think I'm tripping. <laughs> all right. Get your gums checked out. All of that. Um, I know y'all think I'm tripping, but I find great need to do what? I, I don't mind hiring women to come over here and wash my back. Okay, I don't need to be like, I'm going to find me a woman that's loyal, that want to give me a bubble bath. Oh, hell no. No, 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 no. I'm going to hire a woman. Come over here and wash my back. All right? All right? You want to meet some woman on Tinder. Oh, I give good massages. All right, she get to get that lazy ass massage. No, 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 no. Ling Ling, come on over. Come on over. You need to stretch. Stride. Guys, get up and stretch. Do some push-ups. Do some planks, exercise, run, run 100 meters, then run 200 meters. We need to take care of ourselves, man. A lot of this stuff we think is feminine. These women running around there, they taking care of themselves. You know why? Because if they didn't and they stopped that train, it would be a disaster. And they know it. So they all got to be up in yoga. They all got to be out here stretching and they got to get a personal trainer. They got to travel. They out here living life. They get manicure, pedicure. They getting rubbed on. And they spending your money to do so. They getting their hair done, nails done, eyes done, eyelashes. They shopping and you out here working. You just work, 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 work. And then the next thing you do with your work is you trick it off on their ass by dating. Nah, man, look, take care of yourself. Go treat yourself. Go to Fleming's and get your ass a damn medium filet mignon. And chill out. Eat the potatoes and the cream spinach and get your ass a steak. All right? Mm. Don't take no broad with you. Do not take them. Go by yourself. <laughs> and watch them. Watch your ass living life. Go take a vacation by yourself. Go to Maui. <laughs> or go uh, dirt biking in the damn desert. Whatever you want to do. Go get on a boat. I guarantee you, if people see you doing this, they're going to be intrigued. They're going to be like, hmm, this dude living. And the more you do that, the less you even have to convince a woman to be up around you. 
because they're going to be like, I like those things too. I like the finer things in life. Yeah, we all do, Broad. I work for mines. You better do some damn work. You ain't coming here leeching off my ass. All right, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to, <laughs> and then you tell them how to qualify. Oh, you like the shop too? You like this Louis bag? Uh-huh. Yeah, well, this is what you're going to have to do. I got money. Yeah, go skydiving. Go do something, man. Stop messing with these women. They cannot bring nothing to you. All right. Most of them can. The vast majority, they not bringing nothing to you. Make them qualify. Do you qualify? You show sure look good to me. Das Tokens says you got to play the game till you don't have to. Got to play the game till you don't have to. For real. Cooper time, one of my boys has two small kids with his buzzer beater, stay-at-home wife. He tells me, quote, we're already, we're all, we, we've already agreed that if we ever get divorced, we'll share custody and she won't make me pay child support. He's going to find out the hard way that that is not true. <laughs> it's not true. She's going to switch up on that quickly if they get divorced. Most of them do. I would never keep my kids away from you. And then if there's a financial incentive or she's just emotional and, and she, uh, she's going to do it. Guys, they never recover from broken marriages. They never recover. They're going to throw dirt on your name for decades. I was getting a manicure the other day. They had them little uh, Ling Ling's rubbing all up on coach. They was lining up. Oh, it's my turn to rub them. And it was an old lady. She was in her 60s or she was in her 60s and she was talking to another woman the whole time. I couldn't even relax. And she was talking to another woman about her two divorces. Two divorces. Now, let me just add it up. She's 60. I guarantee you the first divorce was in her 30s and she still had smoke. She was talking like it happened yesterday. She still had smoke. You know why? Because she probably broke, busted and disgusted to this day. She was still killing the dude. And it was damn near 30-something years ago. Then the second, she was like, and then my second ex-husband. <clears throat> baby, um, the common denominator is you. <laughs> if you got smoked twice, all right, by two men, and you sitting up here still messed up at 65 uh, buying cat food, you're the common denominator. Take that L, chunk the L up, and then get the hell on. All right, stop trying to hear blaming these guys and this and he did that. Okay. Her, I got ladies, the last 40 years of life is going to be rough. If you don't toe the line, I know you don't feel certain ways and you're not happy sometimes. I'm not happy. <laughs> I know, I know it's tough. I know you think men are abusing you or you're getting the short end of the stick. It's just nature. I don't know what to tell you until you're able to lift things up like he man. I, it, it's not going to change. You got to go ahead and play the side. You got to play the side. Unless you're going to start doing your own plumbing and all this stuff, you got you to gotta play your role. In, in nature, you weren't equipped to push and shove. All right, we were, so the world is kind of centered around that. It's also centered around older men continuing to work past their mid-40s into their 50s, 60s, and sometimes their 70s. Women don't have to do that. They're going to teeter out on their career. So I could focus on my career. Right around age 50. 
They're not going to be as ambitious. They're not going to want to grind and work late nights. They're not going to want to change with technology. Yeah, at some point by 50, they're going to be like, forget all that. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. They're going to be like, let me just leech. Let me find a husband. I want to get married for the fourth time. I don't want to work these long ass hours. I want to. They're going to peter out. Now, as a result, they're going to need you. And if they don't have a man in their 50s that they can harass, belittle, right? It's going to be bad news for dogs and cats. Because that is who is going to take the brunt of the pain. Cheers. You going to have some? Okay. Tuck in. Eat. Yeah, man. Dogs around the world. Cats around the world. But they they're gonna need somebody in fifty. God, they, dude, have you have you been to like a, a urgent care center or something like that? I was in an urgent care center the other day, and um, this woman came in with her. I'm I'm not laughing at her. She came in with her hand in a ziploc bag of ice. She came in staggering. I was like, what happened? And it's the 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 bag is full of ice and blood, right? So she got her hand in a ziploc bag and a white towel. I'm like, all right, what happened to this lady? Yo, she came in there. Oh, I cut my finger. All right. So I'm, I'm like, God dang. And she was like, I got these ceramic knives and I was cleaning them. Then she said, I cut the other finger yesterday. Man, I'm like, bruh. And she came in by herself, meaning there was nobody there. She was going to bleed the hell out. Only her pets were there, I'm sure. No husband, no man to bring her in. Come on, honey, I'll help you. Put the damn, uh, put the damn, what is it called when you put the thing in so it can stop bleeding? What is it called? I can't even think of it right now. I failed my health and fitness class. All she had was a Ziploc bag, a white paper towel, and a bag of ice. No, what what is it called? A stint? A stint? She didn't have no. What is it called? Well, you, I can't remember. All right. Yeah, tourniquet. Yeah, she didn't put no tourniquet on. She didn't stop the bleeding. That thing was just gushing. She didn't have no tourniquet or nothing on it. I was like, oh, she didn't even have a damn band aid on the damn thing. I was like, oh man, it's gonna be a mess. She probably made a whole mess of that life. I mean, that other house or that apartment. Life Noel, shout out to T-Mon, who got clapped on his birthday. Shout out to her. Shout out to him. Abel returns to Eden, my dear brother coach. I have a new catchphrase for thee. Directly after copulation, the devil laughs. Laughter is heard. Wow, direct. Wow. Is that true? Arthur Scopenhauer. Did he come up with that? Directly after copulation, the devil's laughter is heard. Again, let me see that. Yes, he says, uh, his theory implies that uh, be sensed with particular clarity in that is in that rather scary, lonely moment just after orgasm. Again, our philosophies that we're teaching here on YouTube 
Uh, some people think they come up with it. So I laugh at YouTubers. He's still in my talking points. Guys, people have been already said, men before us, been already said what we said. We just didn't know it because we, we were conditioned to be feminine, feminized. His theory implies be sensed with a particular clarity in that rather scary, lonely moment just after orgasm. Directly after copulation, the devil's laughter is heard. <laughs> I love that. I'm saving that. Thank you, brother. And it's the truth. I know people don't want to hear it, but it is what it is. And I'll, I'm sick of these damn YouTubers thinking they created something. You ain't, dude. I don't care if you were here in 2009. Who cares? What you've been saying, philosophers have been said it. You just don't know. There was a book that I was reading. I was like, damn, that sounds like the free agent lifestyle. And I didn't even read the free agent lifestyle. I mean, I didn't even write, read the book before I wrote the book. And then I saw another book and I started reading it. I was like, it was, um, it was Napoleon Hill outwitting the devil. I got done reading that. I was like, wow. <laughs> Men have already thought this way. Classy beats. These type of people walk outside with a sweater on in the middle of summer and get mad at the sun. Some people cannot be happy at all. I'm not happy. All right. <laughs> Tay, Tay, taboo. Smash, but coach, you're hurting my feelings. Oh, shout out to you. <laughs> Appreciate you. Raul says, coach, won't tattoo bash, but I will. Tattoos were meant for people that went to war. Dudes today never been through any type of adversity, but got them. Um, I don't know the history of tattoos, but I know Polynesian culture uses tattoos as a um as a form of tribalism and, and all of that stuff, right? And I know people that did go to war probably in the 40s, 50s, and 60s typically probably used them. I don't know the history of it, but he's trying to give y'all the history of it. But and now it's more, I'm amazed at the amount of women that prefer you, especially as a black man, to have tattoos. I know that's common in, in all cultures. But they will be like, nah, do you got neck tattoos? Do you got tattoos? I think tattoos are sexy. Now, I'm not criticizing what you believe about tattoos being sexy or not. If you find that attractive, more power to you. Uh, but um, what they're indicating is they want you to be strong, aggressive type, type guy. You know, they want you to be a certain representation of a type of guy. But then when it goes left on them and that guy does to her what she wants that guy to do to everybody else like she wants that guy to be the bad guy to everybody else but her and then when that guy's the bad guy not saying men with tattoos that are bad guys but that's what she's trying to get and then when she gets it done to her <laughs> she'd be in domestic violation court all right so it's kind of weird it's kind of one of those things it's like wow i don't know man but do your things with the tattoos i'm not against it but I'm against selecting partners, female partners that have tattoos. That's a red flag to me. Um, especially if she got it on her chest. She, she got like some sort of sword up the middle of her chest. She got a tattoo of her titty of a heart with somebody's name, Demetrius, through it. That's all. She got that saggy ass Faith Evans titty with the tattoo. I'm out. <laughs> Where's Faith Evans? All right, my, my channel getting too big to be dissing celebrities, though. For real. They be coming out. They're going to be like, got to get my bag and run. <laughs>
and, and here it is right here, Faith Evans. All right. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Where is it? Hold up. There she is right there with that tattoo of the rose. All right, with Biggie Small's name on it. Uh, look at what's happened to her relationships, man. That's a red flag. All right, you see this right here? Why, like, why would you do that? I'm asking, why would you do that? Hey, ladies, why would you take your skin in your boob area? Maybe there's a scar there. That's the only thing that I can think of. Maybe there's a scar there, and she used this rose to cover it up. If there was no scar there, why would you do that? I'm literally confused as to why you would do that. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. All right, anyway. There's a girl I met just recently. They literally, she got a sword right up the middle, and I didn't know it. Of course, then she sent me a picture with her bra on, and there's a damn arrow right up her cleavage. I was like, Bye-bye. Soul Sauce, preach coach. My ex tried to move her folks into my crib. Got to beware of Asian submissives. Jezebel spirit doesn't discriminate. Yes, sir. And that's you. And definitely when I've broken down races of women and certain stereotypes, that is a big one in that culture. Because in their culture, and same as um, sometimes uh, Hispanic or Latino culture, like families, everything. You know, black people don't grow up like that. You know, our families are toxic, super duper toxic, right? We're all divided. We can all do better by ourselves. But if you go to other cultures, like living three, four generations in one house is quite normal. Now, in the past, it was quite normal. In today's world, it's not. Like we, we can we leave our families and go across country. I'll be damned if I have one generation, more than one generation in my house. That's the limit. I'm not living with old ass people and babies at the same time. No. That sounds like chaos to me. It sounds like chaos. I could not even gather my thoughts because somebody's always got some to say. Hell no. You're not moving your old ass people in with me, but they have nowhere to go. Go to a nursing home. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't know what to tell you. That's not how you want to do it. Family takes care of people. No, they don't. Not like that. They don't. Not, not my family. Now, if we had a big ass ranch and I can put a trailer all the way on the south end of the ranch, now they can stay out there. But if we live in Corona or Riverside in a small ass house that barely has two inches between the next house and I got eight cars in the damn carport, two in the garage, and three parked up the street. <laughs> All right. And then there's eight people that live in one damn house, and I got to move four cars to get my damn car out. That ain't me. Where are we at? North South says the child support system just crashed in Kansas. What happened? Men stopped paying? Men, if everybody got on one accord and stopped paying child support on one day. <laughs> All right, everybody, don't pay your child support. All right, they be scrambling. They be scrambling. They wouldn't know what to do because they benefit off of you complying to the system. 
Everybody don't pay. Now, that's your decision. You know, you'd be like, I ain't going to jail. Everybody don't pay their ass. It would be over. The child support system would crash and fumble. <laughs> right? They wouldn't know what to do. They benefit from you because they're stealing money from the mother who, or the person receiving the child support. They're stealing money from them. I don't know if you guys know. They get a kickback from the federal government of every funds that they collect. The federal government matches it. That's called Title 4D. All right. So then the federal government can't match the funds. They're done. That's where they make their money. And then the second way they make their money is all money collected goes into a bank account and they earn a point percent of interest on it before they pay out the, the, the mother. Usually who is the mother? So they got a bank. They got a they got a uh, they got a little bit of interest. They got a match from the government. And then most people are late. I think it's something like 60 percent of people are behind on child support. So then they do what? They tack interest and penalties on the child support. So then you're playing catch up, but a lot of it is going to interest and penalties and principal. It's a big old scam. So they would lose money immediately. Mm. Yep, yeah, and they take their fee out, their collection. What child support is, is a collection agency. So like any collection agency, um, they're, what, they're, what their original... Um, how much they're in for it is pennies on the dollar, but where they make money is off interest penalties, late fees, um, um, making you making you pay late. They they earn interest on it when they collect, and they get matching government uh, funds. It's a collection agency. ABL is in the building. He says child support appears on your appears on your credit report. Child support, so it then does damages your credit. So as a result, if it's, it appears on your credit report, it's a collection agency. That's what it is. And so then that's how they get this, how to get around with making all these laws. This is why. Oh, oh, also judges get a little bit of a bonus by setting high child support because they get a little bit of that kickback, too. All right. They, it's all a game. It's all a game. I don't you know. And the sad part is even if the father's participating and even if he's paying for everything, the father could be like, I'm paying for everything. I pay for the sports. I pay for the school. I pay for the diapers. I pay for the formula. It don't matter none. The woman will still check you in for child support and then get an order on you and then still ask you for more money outside of the child support. When the child support is set legally to say, this is what he needs to contri contribute. No more, no less. That's what the order says. And that's why she took you to court to get that order. Now, let's just say you were contributing $3,000 outside the child support. And she took the child support and got an order for $1,500. But she thought she was going to get $4,000. She only gets $1,500, no more. She lost. You were willing to give up $3,000. But she only going to get $1,500. Do not give her any more money. So then what she's going to say is you need to pay your child support and you need to be a father and provide. Wait a minute. It's one or the other. It's one or the other. It's not both. But they are playing you by making you do both. So then when you pay the, the minimum child support and don't pay more, you still a deadbeat. And that's what Mr. Palmer is trying to tell you. When you get on child support, you're a deadbeat no matter what. No matter what, I don't care if you super damn daddy. I don't care if you Facebook daddy. I don't care if you Disneyland daddy. I don't care if you pay extra in child support. I'll pay her extra to shut her up. It don't matter. You a deadbeat.
and they're going to treat you like a deadbeat. You're going to go into court and you're going to be like, but judge, I do this and that. And they're going to be like, so what? Good for you. It was a gift. That was what you should do. But in our courtroom, you owe her $1,500 a month. Pay it. Or you're a deadbeat. Mm. I've seen that happen over and over and over again. It is insane this game that you're participating in. And the TikTok just exposed that. That woman was like, no, I'll just get you in child support. Anyway, shout out to North South. Ramblings of an ATLA fan. Instead of watching these girls on TikTok, support your boy and go to my channel. Ramblings of an ATL fan. ATLA. El Chingon, happy pretty feet Friday, coach. Uh-huh. All right, Das Token says discrimination is part of the world. You got to play the game, work smarter, not harder. If you don't have FU money, you got to play the game. Yep, because I see a lot of people complaining. It shouldn't be like that. Okay, while you're, while you're not playing, all right, you're losing double. JD says tons of RP trues and mar married at first sight on Netflix. Married at first sight. I don't think I've seen a video. All right, Ed says, Jamie Foxx said it's best in any, or sorry, sorry, Jamie Foxx said it best in any given Sunday. Maybe it's not racism, but rather placism. Yes. Yes. I mean, we can get emotional about all these things and complying and all that stuff, but, you know, listen, unless you, unless you can provide for your own, you got to, you got to follow somebody. Like, you're a follower at that point. And I think, you know, marriages turn out that way. Uh, the woman can't, is not the provider. So thus, then she tries to establish the rules and say what she ain't going to do. Okay. Do it yourself. Now they'll go out there and say, I'm going to do it myself. And they get their bag like a little preschooler and they go walking out of the house. And you're going to be like, because you know, she's going to be out there for a week and she's going to come right back or she's going to put papers on you. Jet 2 says, they'll drain y'all fellas. Never forget, I spent $1,500 on a date, and she was relentless. Mm. If you pay for dates or cold approach, you're going to get the worst um, side of the woman. She's going to put her price up way high. She needs to pine for you. You do not need to go. If you go to her first, she's going to raise the price on you, and she's going to treat you less than and make you jump through hoops and hurdles. Um Shout out to Andrew. Thank you for being here for the coffee. Flames is here. It looks like from Africa, I believe. Shout out to you, BBM Young Diesel, with a sponsorship. Co-sponsorship. Coach is a modern-day prophet. No cap. Shout out to the coach gang. All right. It seems like I've been, I've been, uh, the spirit is talking through me, through the previous philosophers from the past. All right. All I do is click live. I have a couple talking points. But, man, when I start going, my mouth starts flowing, man. Hey. The spirits of the past are talking through me and they want to keep the message alive. You guys have been finessed by feminism and progressivism and liberalism, to be honest. All right. That's been the, that's been the death knell to men. And they're selling you a bag of goods. Nothing they're saying is actually true. If you look at the statistics, like just, just this alone, women are making it. They're strong and independent. They earn more money. Okay. Then you put it up and they graduate with more college degrees. Then you put up the student loan debt chart. 
just on that alone, you know it's a fail. You know this, they're failing. They're not winning. It's, it's the whole system's a joke. If you're going to say you're making it and make more money and have more degrees, and then on the back end say you're struggling with student loan debt, broke, you're the most victimized by student loan debt, what? It's a joke. They're being propped up. And they're tricking you that they're doing well. And then they're crying on the back end. And they're electing Biden. They say do Biden so you can wipe out the student loan debt. Why? You're winning, right? Nope. It's a lie. And that's one of many lies that I've exposed in my book, The Evolution. That's a lie. They're not making it. Now, they can get their own apartment. And they can do things that they used to not be able to do 70 years ago. Yeah, they got some more progressivism. They're able to sell their peace leave now on the open market. But if you look at what's going on, overall, consumer debt, all the debt, the baby debt, the single mother, it's a disaster. <laughs> it's not working. But you do you, boo. And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language pathology. All right, shout out to Randy Shoot, Coach. I went to a hardcore festival, and in my mind, I heard uh, you say Kaylee, drugged up Kaylee's everywhere. He says, fun, tic-tac-toe, tat on her crotch, too. Tic-tac-toe, tattoo. And she was out there drugged out. See, they out there living their best life, and oh, oh, oh. And then they start crying tears around 32. They start crying them tears. Where are all the good men at? And what happened to commitment? What happened to all of these things? Okay. So this is for all of my single over 30 people. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? I mean, I get it. I'm, I'm online. I'm trying all these things. But like, what happened to romance? What happened to, you know, a little bit of chivalry? Whatever happened to all of the nice things that men used to do instead of everyone asking us, what are you doing? Can I come through? Is there any real men out there? At all? I don't know. Help me out. Now, why is she saying that? You know why. Because. I got money. And. I gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> she broke. Now. And that's you. Yeah, man. Life is hard now at 30, 31. All right. Be real mahogany. R&B seeker Jaheen said put that woman first. As a result, he ended up on the streets of Irvington, New Jersey, a, a drug addiction. Um, yeah, simps die hard, too. Uh, Porgy Jr., shout out to the co-sponsorship. He says, preach. That's what we're doing in here. Zero fallout XXs have always been a little chaotic. Chaotic, we are just seeing what happens when all the shackles of control put on them come off. That they put on men. Yeah, now they are a bull in a china shop without a leash. Again, uh, the feminism, what you guys have to understand, never be mad at feminism. It freed you. It gave you the opportunity to get what you need from them without having to commit, which at first it was bad because a lot of men wanted a, they wanted their mom, but they can't get one. You're not going to get one. So as a result, it gave you the opportunity to um, basically get the milk for free and not have to buy the cow. So they took the shackles off and they're scaring the piss out of men with all these divorces and all this stuff. And the women in there, she deserves every penny. That's, dude, I don't know what else to tell you. What else do you need to hear? But some of you guys need to hear it. 
Reese Williamson, uh, coach, I have uh, written the Spiritual Awakening, but I need big-time movie producers who's going to help me. If you are a movie producer, let them know. All right, I don't have any context. I don't think. Charlie Gnarly, please do a video on narcissistic breadcrumbing. That's an interesting topic. Where are we at here? All right. RS, thank you for, for uh, supporting the show. Oh, he became a member. Oh, my God. All right, we're catching up. Rico Chetto says it's payday for my ham and egg or ass. He says, my wife doesn't like Johnny Depp anymore. I'm glad to be awake to this blue pill world. But, but, but I'm still in this marriage putting my masculine frame in. Shout out to Francisco. I'm a little back behind, so I'm not going to play any videos. But uh, that's one of those situations when you realize you're with the feminist. Uh, in the marriage will, I showed you one of the things in the bait and switch is then she starts, I, um, I, she starts her ideology of feminism somewhere in the middle of your marriage or somewhere after you've had babies. Then she starts embracing feminism. You're screwed. Because before that, she wasn't embracing feminism, but now she is while you're married. Ticking time bomb. You're, you're done. I'm just letting you know it's a bad sign. Uh, Jonathan, it's a bad sign for you. It's good for her, but it's bad for you. Uh, Jonathan Fields, shout out to you. Uh, G Day says, fellas, coach is 100% right. Stack your bread and you'll have uh, no problems. Modern women don't understand your struggle and don't care if you're broke. They don't care. Uh, never tell a sob story to a woman either. I mean, it's going to basically put you in the feminine frame and uh, she's going to ditch you. Uh, Rico Chetto says a girl at work was flexing her new car, Nissan Ultima 2012. God, her brakes were squeaking and new tires needing soon. I told her, you winning, girl. You go, girl. You go, girl. Get that old Ultima out there. Edmund Dante's coach, I saw an article of a woman driving, uh, dying in a car crash. She was young. And then they described her car. You already knew 2007 Nissan Ultima. Coach, I was crying, laughing. Obviously not that she died, right? The Nissan Altima. Everybody wants to know. Uh, Nissan's great at giving people with bad credit opportunities, right? And so they are, they definitely do pander to or they're predatory to people in the hood. They're predatory to people in the hood. So they're whoever their lenders are tend to be, tend to be. This is not always true. They tend to um like go to the suburbs. You don't see no Nissans. <laughs> you don't see a Nissan nowhere. Uh, and they started this back when they were Datsun, allegedly. This is all alleged. You don't see Nissans in nice neighborhoods. <laughs> they go to the urban community. You go on, turn on Power 106, any hip-hop radio station, I guarantee you the ads you're going to hear are from Nissan. You ain't going to hear no Rolls Royce Bentley, all right, BMW, nothing. You're going to hear Nissan. Somebody says you see Infinity though. Uh, yeah, Affinity is an offshoot of Nissan. Yeah, that's just like Toyota and Lexus, right? So, Infinity is basically Nissan, but not to be, not to say anything crazy. Uh, Porsche is a Volkswagen. <laughs> so, uh, man, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Anyway, shout out to Rico Chetto. You guys need to discover what cars are which. All right, if you actually did a deep dive of what. Companies own what cars? You'll be shocked. I think Rolls Royce is under Ford, if I'm not mistaken. Rolls Royce is under Ford. Porsche is under Volkswagen. 
But that's because these are big corporations. It doesn't mean they're at the Volkswagen shop making Porsches, but that's what happened. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, Toyota, Lexus, Infiniti, Nissan. These are just upper scale versions of their cars. All right, so, and they did that probably in the 90s to distinguish themselves. So everybody's like, oh, Lexus. You mean Toyota? <laughs> Lexus is an upscale Toyota Camry. Okay, did I get it mixed up? Rolls Royce is on, okay, WVW owns Lamborghini. I got, I did get it mixed up. Okay, Jaguar is Ford. Uh, Audi, wait a minute. Rolls Royce, wait a minute. VW owns Lamborghini too. Yeah, Volkswagen owns Lamborghini. Um, Ford owns Jaguar. So when you be like, oh, I got me a Jaguar. You mean a Ford? <laughs> Have you driven a Ford lately? Who's calling my phone? No caller ID has. Go, go look up who owns cars. You'll be shocked. All right, shout out to Rico Chetto. Hispanics over here uh, going to the Brothers Barbershop every two weeks. Preach coach. He says, where is Kaylee? Where is Kaylee? Hey, man, my phone blowing the hell up. I got this, man. I got a bad one. Shout out. I caught a bad one. Abel returns to Eden. My dear brother coach, I respectfully dissent. I was divorced at 50. No alimony. No child support. I made six figures. Good health. I'm an orphan. No family issues. Monk mode for 10 years. On my way to a million dollars in retirement. So, there are cases of where there are cases of where um men can recover but they have to have a plan. They definitely have to have a plan. Their plan your plan is you can't get married again, you can't have kids or any of that. Uh Mohammed S says coach Adam sir, thank you for a well-grounded message that keeps us men focused on the mission. Salutations to you sir. Focus on the mission. Fred Flintstone. Hey, coach, I am getting divorced at 51, and I'm getting out without child support, so I think I'm good. Yeah, okay, but alimony too? Not sure. But yeah, if you get out without child support, you're good. That's a big one. Yang says, thanks for the truth. Laughs. All right, EO says, uh, Coach, man, your work reassures me I'm not crazy for choosing peace, quiet, and freedom. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah, we're not crazy. The crazy ones are the people that constantly are doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Jeremiah Franz, hashtag plumbing life. They can't work till 70. They tired. All right, yeah, they tired. They're going to pack it in. They're going to pack it in. You don't see many ladies like, you know, of course, I do. Where I am, I do. All right, in South Carolina, there's always that one person. In South Carolina. No, it's the Kaylee that I I I ghosted. And she ain't having it. <laughs> I'm like, oh Jesus. I actually did not ghost her. I was like, you know what? This ain't gonna work out. Oh, here we go. So I'll have more stories for you. This is going to be one of the, this is going to be one, man, that you like. She not having it, bro. I'm like, oh boy, where is it at? Yeah, she coming with the knife. 
She one of those. She one of those. I'm like, damn. All right, I'm going monk mode. <laughs> All right, shout out to Lee Smith. Where are we at? Lee Smith says, men don't win in divorce. He says, even when we file first, we may not lose as bad, but we still lose. He says, so she must be an unsufferable woman if he divorced her. Yeah, man. I Guys, always tell you, uh, if when you get divorced, don't think you're going to win. All right? I mean, the, you're just going to take a somewhat of a loss. You're going to lose. You're, you're losing, so just go ahead and decide what L you're going to take. All right, Han Solo says, I need uh, 30 minutes of your time. Please let me know what your price is and where to contact you. Go to uh, the link in the description box. It says something like for coaching or one-on-one services. It's somewhere at the top of the description box. All right, so go in there, brother, and schedule a call. It's going to be on Clarity. Jeremiah Franz, JAG is owned by Tata Motors. Why? is white why it more a black car why it's more of a black car oh i see that they probably is it tata i'm not sure what that is either but they were at one point owned by ford but a lot of those high-end cars they get sold off all the time i mean not saying jag is a high-end car to some people it is but if you've owned one you'll find out that not necessarily <laughs> Uh, them things are some cars are clunkers. I'm not gonna say Jags are, but some cars are clunkers. You're thinking you're getting a high end car, uh, but you're not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jaguar, Jaguar used to be with Ford. They used to be, but they might have got sold off. Fiat is Dodge, Maserati. Yeah, Maseratis. <laughs> People are like Maserati. I'm like, no, I'm just playing. All right, anyway, El Dorado, Maserati, nothing but freaks with fine bodies. I love to roll my Mercedes Benz. I'm nothing but a player like all my friends. So when you call me fake, be for real. They call me short dog because I'm hard as hell. Hope your girlfriend's name ain't Linnell. I screwed her last night in the cheap motel. Like I told you, fools, when the toss of sheep, shout out to Too Short. Get off the pipe, fools, stop cracking. Be like short dog, start macking. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, shout out to Maseratis. We're almost done, ladies and gentlemen. Um, O-Dog says, future the free agent. Future the free agent. Pop Profit dropped an album today. I never liked you. Oh, boy. Shout out to the future. Future. Billy Kid, LOL, Kaylee trying to see what's up later today. Pick up the phone, coach. Uh, she's not happy. Oh boy, she pouring it on. I'm gonna this will be another story, guys, for another day. But this one's gonna be <laughs> I'm gonna have stories and stories. You know, because I have two phones. She hitting up all the phones. She texting all the numbers. She on one today. I thought you cared about me. Oh Jesus. Hey, this is what happens when you, somebody says she watching the show. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think she really knows about that part. She might know, but I mean, I, it was taught, it was told to her. But I don't think she did the homework. 
Uh, one thing I will tell you. <laughs> so I blocked her on one phone and she remembered that there was another phone. Oh, shit. I took her so Yeah, I mean, oh, she calling again. Oh, my Lord. She must be watching. <laughs> oh, man. Well, gentlemen, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> Is that a pog? No, it's a Kaylee. It's a game. Sometimes, man, somebody says, answer it. Well, I'm doing a show right now. But uh, it was nice knowing you gentlemen. I I tried to teach you guys. <laughs> I tried to teach you guys. I went a little bit in too deep. I went knee deep. And it was nice knowing you. Uh, let's see here. We'll do a member stream on this one. Uh, Chester Thomas says, longtime subscriber here. I'm donating to start the Coach Tattoo Fund. They said your comment section is killing me, but it's all good. It's hard to hate y'all. Yeah, we're not hating on tattoos. We love y'all. We love y'all. We love all the brothers. All right, Billy Kid. Hold on for a second. I can't see it. <laughs> Shit. What did Billy Kid say? Billy Kid said, damn, coach, you put it down like that. Pause. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. And then something speaking my mind says, Kaylee's rent's due. Yeah. I mean, I told you. What did I tell you about the, the 26th of the month through the 4th of the month? The 26th through the 4th. They start playing. It starts getting wild with them. I told you that the other day. The 26th through the 4th. Jeremiah Fron says, go fund me for coach's lawyer. It's the 29th. By the 29th, the end of the month, it starts getting wet. You know what starts happening? You know what starts happening? They start needing a little bit of money, right? I got money. So it is what it is, man. This is, uh, it is what it is. Well, when you start seeing Kaylee making videos, then you're going to know. Joshua Moon says, coach, uh, be careful with that one. Free agent for life. Yeah, sometimes, man, you know. It's time to go, Monk. <laughs> it's time to go, Monk. But, uh, yeah, I'm telling you, what, what tends to happen is for guys, even when you're playing, you can play by whatever rules you want. It is it is that. So sometimes it's just go ahead and be better to do this. Where is it at? It's better to do this. By the way, I'm out of here, brothers. We're going to be back with the members live stream on Sunday and Money Mindset Sunday night and no call-in show. We usually do the call-in show on Fridays, but what I've been doing is since I've been traveling, no Friday evening shows. We get back and cracking back here on YouTube. But do me a favor, subscribe to the other channels because they're getting videos every single day. Appreciate y'all. Here comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's, that's what make it happen? This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.